and then we're packing up the tent and there's the rain play on the bottom of the bottom of the tent <laughs> because we've set up at night and so when i pulled it out of the bag or whatever it, like, just, it must have fallen on and like we looked forever for that stupid rain flag <laughs> underneath the tent the whole oh time oh my god did you not crowd. like feel it <laughs> no oh no i'm telling you what we were, we're, were rookies avery that's fair <laughs> that's fair everybody's been there oh my gosh You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventure and gear that goes with it. I almost want to say you have an epic intro. It's getting better, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty Yeah. <laughs> no. You want to try, Avery? <laughs> no, nope, I don't even want to try today. Oh, I left that in, <laughs> by the way. I left That's that good. in. That's good. So if you go back and listen to one of the podcasts we uploaded this week, I don't remember which which one it was. but it's where got two intros? Yeah, because <laughs> nice. Avery tried and we overrode it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> nice. which is pretty good. All right, what what is what defines an epic? Well, when you're introducing a podcast, a long narrative poem in elevated style recounting the deeds of a legendary or historical hero. Two, this is according to Merriam-Webster online, a work of art such as a novel or drama that resembles or suggests an epic. Three, a series of events or body of legend or tradition thought to form the proper subject of an epic. So everyone's like, oh, dude, I went on an epic this weekend. Like, oh, dude, what'd you do? He's like, I tubed the Ogden. <laughs> yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we use epic in that scenario you know i feel like it's a when should it, we use epic what's your biggest epic it could be based on what that person thinks you know sure it's, they, it's relative to at some point to yeah. everyone an epic could be like i left my house i went to the grocery store yeah bought some eggs came home yep it was an epic was yeah uh you know i don't <laughs> know <laughs> greg's not buying that greg's, uh, I think we talked about <laughs> your most recent epic when we were talking about like close, what not to do, right? On the mountain biking at night. Oh, yeah. On a trail with your kid. That was sort of an epic. Would you consider that an epic? Uh, Yeah, sure. An epic fail. What? It was like a. You, you made know. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was an epic. Extending beyond the usual or ordinary especially in size or scope. That's probably the best usage of yeah, I agree. the word when it comes to an outdoor adventure, adventure, an epic. I think like if you have to travel to go tackle your objective, you're already like kind of stepping out of like the ordinary. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're, you're on your way if you're traveling to complete an objective. Stepping out of the ordinary yeah, uh, in size or scope. And then, and then the objective itself is outside of the, 
maybe even annually what you do. Like you might go hiking a lot, might go skiing a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you take a trip somewhere and you got to hike in, you ski all day, and it's that's it's an epic, yeah, or something. Uh, what about it's a beautiful view? The view, you know, it was be- it was beautiful. It was epic, epic views versus you're on an epic. Two totally different things. Don't yeah. inflate those. They both get overused, probably, but probably <laughs> most definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay. The word in in both contexts. I mean. So so an epic, yeah, an epic that I have been on. Well, I've been on a couple epics. One involved canyoneering, which was uh, in a couple close calls and an all day yeah. event. And, you know, you make it back to the car and you're like completely wasted and mm-hmm. dehydrated and you're thinking about, dude, I almost died twice. That's an epic. Yeah. Um, and then my Moran thing. Now, the Moran thing shouldn't have been an epic necessarily, yeah. but when we left Ogden and the idea was to summit Mount Moran, which I didn't make it. Two friends made it. They're, they're actually climbers, mountaineers. Not, not I. I was kind of along for the ride. However, we slept in the parking lot for like two hours, which they tell you, you can't, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to camp in the parking lot. Yeah. So out of the ordinary. You can't for like there. two hours. But then we tried, so you do the whole thing. You're, it's all day. Most people do it in two days. It's like all day. It's like doing Kings in a day. Yeah. But then driving home. And what is it? Four hours to the oh, Tetons, yeah. you know? And the worst part, probably one of the most dangerous parts of that whole trip was because you have to canoe across the lake. Yep. And you got to canoe back, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Was driving home. Because none of us could stay awake. Wow. I mean, it was uh, the one friend was he was he's big into yoga and he, he he was like, there's yoga poses that you can do to help re-energize the body. And he like pulled over the car so that he could do some yoga moves wow. to try to like wake up, you know, And because we'd already done the whole whatever coffee yeah, yeah. energy drink thing. But but you're just nothing. You need works. sleep. You actually need sleep. Yeah. At that point. That was an epic, and one that I was like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Not to digress, but did the yoga work? Yeah. I don't really think it did. <laughs> yeah, I think he, <laughs> he was already past yeah, the point. Yeah, it might have worked for like 10 minutes, but it didn't Yeah, it didn't really. Pass the point. I was impressed training. momentarily. I was like, if that works, you might, because I'm not a yoga person. I'm like, well, at least it's useful. You can, for something like, you know, like this is a yeah. scenario. And, uh. Maybe it did. Maybe it did work better, but uh, that was bad. Mm. That was bad. Epics. Epics can be fun, and they can't, or they can be dangerous. So I do like the beyond the usual or or ordinary, especially in size or scope. So Avery, do you have an epic, an adventure that you've been on that you can say, you know what, this was an epic for me. For me. Mm. Is that one time when I when I hurt my knee? One time when I hurt my knee. <laughs> Not, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, King's Peak was kind of one of the first big things I ever did, even though we didn't summit it, actually. You summited the wrong mountain. We summited the wrong mountain. That's and fantastic. like I said, that was one of my first like times navigating. And so for, That's me, an that, epic for, for you. me, that was something really cool because I was, I was in charge. I planned the whole thing. Yeah. And that was one of my first trips that I was kind of taking lead on. Kings can kind of be an epic every time you go. It's just so far back there. It's so high yeah. up in the mountains. It's it's a pretty yeah. great trip. My first trip to Kings, I also did not summit. Um, that was the one, and I would call it an epic because mm-hmm. um, it was one of actually my first backpacking trips. But that's when uh, the ladies unzipped our tent, <laughs> and uh, yeah, our tent 
while it was raining because they were give, they were being nice and giving us food while we oh, were hiking away. Yep, yep. And they threw in a jar of peanut butter and jelly. Yep, you told me. But that. left the tent <laughs> open, and then it rained all day, and our uh, tent was full of water. Yep. So that was awesome. Um, also, <laughs> okay, first time backpacking. I couldn't find the the, the rain fly. But I brought a tarp. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I brought like a ground tarp or mm-hmm. whatever. So we so I f- manufactured this ground tarp to sort of act as a rain fly. Yeah. And then we're packing up the tent, and there's the rain fly on the bottom of the bottom of the tent <laughs> because we've set up at night. And so when I pulled it out of the bag or whatever, it, like, it must have fallen on. And like <laughs> we looked forever for that stupid rain fly <laughs> underneath the tent the whole oh time. Oh my god! Did you not crowd. like feel it? <laughs> no, oh, no. I'm telling you, what, we, were, we were rookies, Avery. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Everybody's been there. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And then my dog got sick. This is all on the same trip. Dog got sick and and like like diarrhea'd and threw up right outside the tent so you got to smell that the whole time but then we tried to tuck him in the little vestibule it was a tiny tent in the vestibule because it was puking rain and we didn't want him sitting out in the rain all night yeah um and so then he would like have to go out and he didn't make it it was like right next to the tent (laughs) (laughs) sounds epic and it was raining (laughs) Yeah, so that's kind of, that's kind of an epic. That, epic. That, yeah. my, my epics don't go so hot. It sounds yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was younger, and the first time we rode, um, I think Poison Spider in in Moab. It's a mountain bike ride. It's it's an epic. That's an all day event with right, lots right. of drops and stuff. That's kind of a. If you're not prepared for that, or if it's your first time doing something like that, that mm-hmm. can be that can be an epic. For sure. Um, I'm wondering if people would consider like a trip to Snow Basin. It could in, be in the winter time when you're like first time skiing, first time yeah. snowboarding. It was an epic because it takes so long to get down down those mountains when yeah. you're Brain. learning. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, Greg, you're up. You're up on the mountain. You, you see people just give up halfway. These are people who's try to learn all the time. Are you serious? Yeah, it's unreal. You're supposed to you're supposed to carry him down. So in pa- your case, carry him back up. But <laughs> Powder Mountain's kind of unique where I work, right? Like where we patrol because our parking lots and lodges are at the top of the hill at everywhere except for sundown. Mm-hmm. So people get part way down. And it's you know, it's not like other resorts where you're like, keep going, cars at the bottom, like you'll get there. You know, yeah. Like for us, they have to get down and then get on the lift to go back up. And right, but. Um, and they don't they can't see the lift probably so they don't know how yeah. far they have to go yeah so we have uh what's what we call transport it's a position at powder mountain that i hate <laughs> <laughs> you're on a snowmobile and your job is to transport mostly patrollers around yeah to different places around the mountain it, you know when needed but sometimes customers yeah uh, but every year <laughs> the uh the amount of transports that we make do. Avery do this 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 season. I, th- I told Avery he's going to be a transport specialist. <laughs> specialist is going to be his thing. Um, yeah, every year it seems like about halfway through the season we have to like reset. Kind of like we have a little meeting in the patrol, and it's like, all right, we got to we got to get the transports under control because it gets to where patrollers are calling transport to just come pick up every Joe Schmo that. Oh really? Get, yeah, and it get, it gets out of control to where like people just you know. People that are totally capable just don't want to finish what they're doing. You know? I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, okay. you know. Huh. Okay. Yeah, and then they go home, 
and then yeah. they say, dude, it was epic out there. Yeah, right. Yeah, so epic. I had to get a lift. I had to get yeah. a ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what we're trying to define here. Like, yeah. what is an actual epic versus, like, you're just tired and somebody had to give you a lift. And you, you called a heli to get you off the mountain <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, and Powder Mountain has a weird, uh, because there's a, an investment group up there, or, you know. It's well, like a, an air ownership share up there. Yeah. So sometimes we get like, we get groups up there that are affluent people that don't spend a lot of time in the mountains, if you will. Yeah. yeah. So you get people that are. They've been pampered a little bit more yeah. for, through their life. Yeah. A little out of their element up mm-hmm. there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, outside of your mount, your recent mountain biking, do you have an epic story? Uh, I can think like epics if you will like under the d- definition that you have are like probably like my favorite things to do with my 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 oldest my son yeah that's true um, you guys almost do one i mean at least you kind of do one once a month yeah um i think two that kind of come to mind here locally was when we went and skied the banana shoot that was like kind of big and he was how old uh he was nine when we did that it's awesome um and that was cool. So that I mean, obviously, we out of the ordinary. I've only done. And that's a, long a thing time. where, for those aren't, who aren't familiar, there's a, a snow basin that is a resort, but you have to go to the top of that resort and you drop down on the west side because the, the resort's on the east side. Yeah. So you drop down out of out of boundary on the, the west side of the mountain, and then you gotta typically hike out quite a ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool spot. I mean, it's a it's a skiable line that you can see from town, like a long shoot that you can see from town. And it's it's not easy skiing, but it's not like crazy difficult, but from town it looks vertical. Mm, that's it, awesome. I mean, yeah. you're looking up at it from town, it's like, you skied that, you know, yeah. people that don't know. It's been deadly. Just, it's, yeah. it's killed people and be, you know, unfortunately yeah. avalanches and stuff, so. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so that one was a fun one. I, I would consider that one epic. It was kind of like a a little step out of the norm for us and yeah um the other one i was thinking that we attempted that didn't finish was we bruce and i attempted to hike uh like kind of through hike the three oh, right. the three main peaks through ogden we wanted to hit um ben loman lewis peak mount ogden we went and both of us our feet were just wrecked and we didn't make it but that was like kind of a big like epic for us yeah and you did it sort of backpack style yeah right uh, not because uh, there's uh, trail runners that'll sort of hit two in a day or whatnot or yeah but yeah, and you started at North Fork, or did you start over way over um, on the Willard side? Yeah, we started over at Willard Basin mm-hmm. and made our way up to Willard Peak, and then kind of over and around. But we we uh, we gave up about Windsurfer Be- well Windsurfer Beach. How many miles did you put in? Uh, we did like twenty. It was like twenty five or twenty six miles. Pretty chunk of change. But it was in twenty four hours. Yeah, it was in a short amount of time. And the thing is, is like I think. Overall, fitness-wise, both of us probably could have kept going, but our feet just weren't conditioned for it. Did you do hiking boots or tennis shoes? Uh, we were using. We we're both wearing like, not like crazy burly hiking boots. We both had boots on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just uh, yeah, trying to. It was rugged terrain with a lot of elevation gain, and where we hadn't really been doing much hiking, like just trying to jump out and. It's a thing, man. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah, twenty four in a day essentially. Yeah, with like, with like five yeah. k avert, and we figured we had like still another like. 14 or 15 miles to go with another 5k vert mm-hmm. uh, yeah so anyway that one was kind of an epic and it's one that we want to go try and do again yeah so well what's your what is your epic listener uh would love to hear email sales at gear30.com and tell me your epic yeah avery will send you a discount code for the website gear30.com 
Epics are, are fun. Don't get too crazy with them to where you're because they're beyond they're they're beyond usual by definition or ordinary, especially in size or scope, which means it's something you haven't done before. So prepping for it is always unique. Oh yeah, it's always the first time doing it usually. Mm-hmm. So the the precautions that go into it would be try and be in your best physical, mental Condition. state. Yeah. So for sure. Not to digress epic. too much, but. Devin and I were talking yesterday. He just recently went and did the Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer horn. Uh huh. Um, and he was talking about this guy with some kids was up there and everything. And I'm I'm a I'm a father that recreates with kids. But yeah. on the note of being prepared for your epics, we were we were commenting about how there's such a fine line between an epic and a search and rescue. Right. It's a very good point. A small yeah. mistake become you know you going right. to do something big like that can become be prepared catastro- catastrophic sometimes. Yeah. So and it can sneak up on you. Be- I yeah. had dogs. One dog was a Newfoundland, a big dog, and we went. Uh, it's the probably the best mountain bike line over there with Snow Basin. The one everyone does. What's yeah. that called? Mm-hmm. Sardine. Sardine. Sardine yeah. Trail. We were high. We hiked it. Yeah. We didn't ride our bikes on. We hiked it. And I had Husky, and I had my. Newfoundland it was black. It was summer, hot day, and on the way back down, he just stopped. And the dog's a hundred percent, hundred plus pounds. Newfoundlands are huge, and I'm like, oh crap! I don't know if I'm gonna get this dog off the mountain, yeah. and I also don't know if I can carry him myself off the mountain. And so we had to, and that was an epic of a day for sure. Because one, I was scared. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're like my dog's gonna die, you know, and I freaking love my dog so we ended up just going like shade spot rest shade spot rest and took our time going down the mountain so slow because i thought i was gonna have to carry this freaking dog and then at mm-hmm. the bottom there's water down yeah. there when we got him in the water he was he was good but man yeah because we'd run out of water right. make sure you got enough water for all that kind of stuff especially if you have dogs because you know i have a little bo- little little portable bowls that you bring and stuff and on those hot days you can burn through it quicker than you think and that's what happened we burned through it and yeah you got hot and anyway epics be prepared for those epics be prepared oh, yeah. for those that's it for this episode yeah, of right. year 30 podcast we'll catch you on the next one we'll be out there.